everybody, this is Darren, and just want to let you know this is the second part to the podcast with Willie Jackson of Abernathy Magazine, and uh, we wanted to make sure you got the full conversation, as well as some interesting stuff that we talk about later on in the podcast. So without further ado, here he goes to the podcast. I can't believe you two took that raving lunatic seriously. What do you think this is? Black Death on repeat uh, first thing in the morning, and mm-hmm. that would put my body in this um, into a state of, you know, elevated cortisol and adrenaline, and that low-grade um, terror would, would pervade throughout uh, the entire day, and by extension for um, all of my waking hours. Mm-hmm. It was making me ill, and so you know, shame, depression, and anxiety punctuated a lot of my uh, experiences and, and challenges in 2016. And I had to start taking steps to restore order uh, in order to get my life back. So I eliminated social media. I deleted the news app from my iPhone. I purposely avoid um, most forms of media because I'm I'm no good for the cause and I'm no good for what I'm trying to build from a media company perspective, from an events marketing perspective and so forth. If all I'm doing is spending the precious time I have to connect with other people, um, expressing fear and talking about the gentleman in Washington. Sure. Yep. And, and, and so you know, I, I had to create my own universe around wellness and healing and being strategic um, because while everybody is up in arms, uh, I'm speaking um, glibly right now, but while many uh, people are uh, up in arms about what's going on and uh, trying to get their you know wits about them, and you know, marshaling efforts, which I think is all um, very important. Um, I'm able to bring a different perspective to the table simply because I'm not uh, in a state of um, reactiveness and um, constantly being preoccupied by what's going on in the world around me because um, I'm not force feeding uh, my, my brain with the media messages because they're not. Um, well, anyway, I, I work in media, and I just see the way that it changes our brains and our habits and how we consume media, and that addiction wasn't serving me personally. So I, I took a, a huge step back from that last year. Well, I applaud you. I really do. And that's <clears throat> brings me, that kind of brings me to why, um, you know, when I do these podcasts, I kind of, um, you know, sometimes there's some serious issues that I like that we, we talk about, and then there's some some lighter stuff that we talk about and stuff, but I always bring it back down to, I try to, uh, you know, bring it back around to something that I think eventually, and I think right now we need, which is a little levity, a little, a little, little laughter. And it's, I mean, for better, or for worse, the comedians right now, um, myself included are having a ball with some of the stuff that's coming out of DC, obviously. Um, but I always try to try to take it and say, no, let's, 
you know, have, let's, you know, while we're, while we, there's nothing funny about what's going on, we do need to, you know, like you said, there needs to be a balance in our lives, especially uh, when it comes to personal stuff. And so I am a big, I try to find out what makes people laugh, what, 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 what keeps people feeling good about life and those kind of things. And um, so I was like, well, you know, comedies, you know, people have their own ideas of what they think is funny and what's not funny and that kind of thing. So I asked people what their top five comedies usually are. You had something on here on your list that uh, I'm going to, I have to ask you about because <laughs> I haven't seen it. And I'm just like, the fact that you saw it now makes me feel like I have to see it. Um, sausage, fun. sausage party. Oh my God. Yeah. That was, uh, that is one of the most offensive, uh, <laughs> movies I have ever watched. That was a recent, uh, I think I watched it with new year's Christmas. I don't know. Yeah. That is, um, <laughs> that is a hilariously obscene, uh, animated movie by Seth Rogen and some other, uh, comedians. And I was at my buddy's, uh, my buddy's place for some kind of holiday celebration. Uh, my family's in, in Florida. Mm. Uh, I was up here hanging out with uh, just an assorted ragtag group of, of uh, nomads and folks in New York, uh, in Brooklyn specifically. Uh, I live in Harlem. And they put on that movie, and uh, yeah, I, I was never the same. So if you're in the <laughs> for some uh, deeply offensive uh, animated humor, uh, sausage, sausage Party is definitely your flick. It's, really? It's hilarious. I, I, I you know... I was in a, I forget, I was sitting watching something and I remember it coming on as a trailer in the theater and I'm, mm-hmm. and I thought for a minute, I was like, this, no, this can't be a real movie. This, this is definitely not a real movie. Maybe some kind of spoof or something. And then I went to another movie and it was there and I was like, whoa, this is actually a movie. Seriously. Sausage party. Yeah. Um, I spent the entire movie saying the same thing. This can't <laughs> be real. Movie. Okay. So I'm going to have to add that to my list of things to watch because you won't regret it. You know, sometimes you just need a good, you know, low end, just raunchy comedy to kind of, you know, make you laugh. A lot of these, the films that you had, like Anchorman, big, big fan of Anchorman, <laughs> big fan. Yeah, I, I quote Ron Burgundy once a week. That's um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that kind of silly slapstick humor is uh, was very much a part of my upbringing. And this notion that we can't um, fight the power and be intelligent right. and also laugh at stupid stuff is, is really silly. Uh, you know, humor is um, a huge part of how I show up in the world. And, you know, if you can't make a lot of things, then boy, boy, are you going to have a, a tough time and be um, really poor company yep. at a party. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, can't be no, serious I'm... all the time. And I think sometimes there's some, the, you know, I think there's there's a, there's a something to, you know, this laughter that kind of releases a little bit of, like, it opens up your mind a little bit more and kind of helps you to kind of um it's almost like when you're looking it's like you're looking for your keys but you can't find them so you just stop looking for them and when you stop looking for them that's when you find them i feel like comedy does that process to your brain where you you have this tension that gets released and once you're able to release that tension you're brain is receptive to other thoughts and other things that can kind of come in and um you know be part of you know your thought process i at least that happens for me i i'm just 
I'm I can't be serious all the time. It's just it would kill me. Um, no, science bears out exactly what you're describing. You know, serotonin and dopamine are critical um, hormones that regulate our uh, subjective feelings of well-being. So laughter is quite literally uh, good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Coming to America, obviously, massively a classic. Um, and, and be honest, I, I don't think that movie ever gets as much credit, uh, especially for all the characters that nope. that they, they they played for that film. I mean, it's just the you know the soul glow whole soul cult glow thing for me just well i will always remember you know that scene in the high school gym when when they're standing on the stage and he's mm-hmm. singing sexual chocolate <laughs> it's unbelievable it's, it's unbelievable how rich that film was with um what we would today call memes and mm-hmm. parodies it was hilarious um mm-hmm. and it's uh, just an incredible piece of filmmaking and, 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 and for me, a bit close to home for some of the characters in my, my family. So there's that. Um, and Rush Hour. Rush Hour, actually. You know, I, I, it's funny. I was thinking about Chris Tucker not long ago. I was like, hadn't heard anything from him. And now I think he's uh, he's got a deal with Netflix. I know he did the um, stand-up concert. And I think he's supposed mm-hmm. to be doing more. Rush Hour was... Um, I think it was it was really uh, I, I think it was another movie that was kind of underrated in a lot of like because you know I mean I grew up watching Jackie Chan there's that mm-hmm. and then to put like an Asian with an African American in a big blockbuster movie mm-hmm. you know how rare that is right I don't even have to tell you how rare that, that is, is. yeah um, to see that um, being done and to have it be so successful, uh, I thought was and it, again funny as hell. Especially the first you know, fifteen minutes when um, Jackie Chan's you know basically pretending he has he has no idea what Chris Tucker is talking mm-hmm. about. You know that I thought that was priceless. Yeah, Chris. I don't, I don't know if Chris Tucker gets his um, gets the proper credit. He was brilliant. I mean, I loved Chris Tucker in. Um, Fifth Element. He was brilliant. Oh, he was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Chris Tucker uh, uh, as a uh, Ruby Rod. He was. Yeah. That that was a. I, that was a character. I wish they had to spun off into something. That would have been hilarious. Wasn't it really? Unbelievable. Yeah. That that was a. That, that was a great great film. And, and you've got him again on Friday here. So. Of course. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Classic. That was a classic, and that that, that th- these are all I, these are all movies that if I had nothing, you know, if I if I needed like a good weekend of just sitting mm-hmm. there laughing, yeah, this is a good list. Uh, Sausage Party, I still have to watch, so I can't really comment on that yet. But yeah. I'm gonna take your word for it. You will enjoy it. Well, so <laughs> I, I'll be sharing our conversation with my audience and, and friends of mine, and since not a lot of them are going to be familiar with you or your work, or mm-hmm. specifically. Um, how and why comedy shows up in your life. Can you speak a little bit to um, sure. why you have that focus and, and you know, how that relates to your life? Um, so I actually was a stand-up comedian for a while. Um, in college, I did some of the college circuit um, and some comedy shows there. Um, I, I, When I graduated college, you know, I didn't, you know, you graduate college, you, you get home, and you're not sure exactly what it is you're, you're going to do. And um, 
I thought about acting and I was like, okay, maybe I'll, I'll act. And I, I didn't, so I did a few different small things, some, some extra work and some walk-ons and some things. Um, yeah, one of the first things I did was, um, was uh, Distinguished Gentleman, actually, with Eddie Murphy and uh, Grace Jones. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and, um, uh, and then I think I did, uh, right after that, I think I did Juice, maybe, or I forget. It might have been Juice. Um, and anyway, I mean, I was doing all like these small roles. I did some U- a UPS commercial for the Olympics and a couple things, and there weren't anything that I was getting. Like it wasn't enough, you know. It was like these small roles that if you if you saw me, it was like, oh, okay, there he is, you know. Um, <laughs> it's like check, all right, he wasn't lying. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and I what I did was when I graduated college, I said, I'm going to set a, a timeline. I was like, okay, I'm going to try this for, you know, until I'm 21, 22 years old, and then. Um, if it doesn't, if I don't get my first speaking role, then that's it. I'm going to get in corporate, go corporate, find some job and just suck it up. <laughs> the dream is over. The I'm dream is over. Instead at 22. Um, so um, my birthday was a, was approaching and I hadn't gotten anything. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I didn't want to give it up. So I decided, um, and this was probably the worst idea I've ever had in my life. I decided I was going to try out for Showtime at the Apollo. <laughs> All right, and, going straight for it. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on there, and if if I can get on there, and if I can go on there and, and deal with whatever happens, then I can pretty much do anything. So um, I tried out as a stand-up comedian. I got on the show. The day of the show, um, I, I remember uh, uh, this was back when um, Sinbad was uh, – Sinbad? Yeah, Sinbad was hosting, and um, I think EPMD was one of the guests. Oh, wow. Uh, LL Cool J was one of the uh, uh, guests. Uh, Who else? I forget. It was somebody else. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. This is cool. So I, you know, I get on there, rub the the, uh, stump, and get Mm -hmm. on there and do my thing. And they booed me off the stage, man. Nice. It was... It was tragic. And um, as I'm walking off, same back grabs me aside and he goes, Jay, you were funny, man. Don't worry. Don't let them get you down. Because they had been, it was funny because the show basically when they, they shoot it, they shoot it live, but it may not necessarily be in sequence. And so what happens is they, um, they were, they were filming, I think before I got on, EPMD was performing and they booed off EPMD and they also booed off LL Cool J. And so, <laughs> to the, they were they, they were mad at the world that night. Yeah, they were in rare form. So Sinbad actually had to get up and go, "Look, we get that's y'all thing, but y'all can't boo everybody. We need to make a show." <laughs> so they reshot EPMD and LL Cool J, and then I came on. They booed me, and then I walked. I went out the stairs, walked out the door, and kept going. But at that point is when I was like, "You know what?" I can do this. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I would just start doing like little um, shows, some stand-up shows and some improv things. And, um, uh, you know, I, I didn't get famous. And I was actually on, um, I was on um, Def Comedy Jam once. Um, and um, it was it was great. It was, um, 
I think that day was um, D.L. Hughley and Bernie Mac was on it. And, Rest uh, in peace. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That, that was my man. He was mm. so smart and so funny. Like, you know, super smart. I, I just, yeah. you know, a great loss to the comedy world. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, comedy for me is just like, um, you know, I'm just a comedian anyway, regardless. I mean, try, I'll make do what I can make people laugh but um, I, I kind of gave it up after a little bit to kind of get into the film side of the, the business mm-hmm. side of film and then recently like as recent as about two or three years ago I actually got back into it um, through UCB the Upright Citizens Brigade um, trying to do some improv and some sketch writing so um, good for you yeah 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 I figured you know what do it uh, do it now while I still can and so I'm writing a I'm writing a, 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 a comedy web series right now called the uh, Constant State of Monday, <laughs> which is um, basically about two guys who um, basically uh, get stuck on the same Monday every day for the um, uh, in this loop, and um, it's basically it's a comedy, but it's more about kind of exploring their the, themselves because each day they kind of get to kind of relive this day, but they also kind mm-hmm. of re redo who they are, and um, and uh, it's it's something that it's kind of something that you know I I, I look at it as kind of like the social statement, but something kind of office space sure. type comedy, you know, so. Um, hopefully I'll be shooting that this summer. I'm working on the screenplays right now and probably have the first trailer out within the next uh, month or so. So exciting times. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I think we, we probably have more in common than not, um, in some stuff I saw, uh, and we'll, we have to definitely, you know, stay in touch and talk and keep can continue because there's some things I think um, some people I would love to connect you to and and and, um, and and if there's anything I can do to help you you know you only have to do that ask so yeah I'd, I'd love that there's definitely some overlap here and um, I, I forget about the or I don't often think about the times I've spent in front of the camera but um, a fun story that I'll share with you because mm. I appreciate it. Um, right before I moved to Argentina, um, I spent about half a year in Buenos Aires, uh, a company called Leopard Films got in touch and asked me if I'd be interested in have my having my uh, transition shot. Um, and they were working with a company called House Hunters, uh, or a show called House Hunters International. And so um, I actually have an episode on you know Netflix or iTunes, wherever, wherever they keep those stories. So that was fun. Spent a little time in Argentina filming. Uh, I think that was my probably my first and biggest... Uh, role and it was, it was just fun to mm. be on that side of the camera. Wow. And there was a documentary uh, called "I'm Fine, Thanks" about about work culture and um, kind of living a life of purpose. And I was involved with that documentary, and um, it's just been really, really fun seeing how things come full circle now that I'm actually working in the media space and putting together some projects, and, and really seeing the role that media can play in. Um, bringing important and complicated um, mm. ideas to market. There's just nothing like film um, in, in a way that um, can amplify a cultural meme and um, really galvanize people around an idea, even if it's a, a totally silly and nonsensical idea. 
as with some of the memes that come from the films that we mentioned, right. um, but, but also important ways for uh, black folks to see themselves and um, just the vital role that media plays in shaping our um, self-image. So I'm, th I'm thrilled to be connected and um, I'm so excited to learn about your history and how uh, there's some potential overlap here and yeah, we will definitely be in touch and, and um, getting into some trouble together. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate your jumping on the the uh, podcast with us and I am this was amazing I really I've learned a lot and I'm I'm excited about you know the possibilities of some of the stuff that you're doing and um, I as you know I am a big fan of your magazine so um, I definitely want to be able to make sure because you know my nephew's just getting started now he's in Atlanta and he's graduating this summer and um, he's right at that beginning of you know being who he is and I, I think that kind of content this kind of conversation is important and it's, he's smart enough to have like a real uh, awareness of what's going on but I think having positive role models and positive content and that and, and good uh, you know uh, stuff to kind of uh, absorb especially since he's trying to get into the film and television media space um I think it's important for him to have that information handy and available to him um, going forward, because uh, you know media is you know is, is is a medium that we have traditionally not um, been as you know as considered as we should have been in the past, especially considering some of the content we're generating is amazing. I mean, it's yeah. true. I mean, Denzel's my boy, but he's not the only person who is doing good media stuff. And that's, that's right. you know what I mean? So um, I think having that kind of positive information and, and, and sharing that kind of knowledge with um, young black men is very vital. Um, and, and women um, is very vital to our, our survival, to be honest. So Agreed. Yeah, for you know anybody listening who hasn't uh, checked it out already, the website is abernathymagazine.com. Uh, we've been around for about two years. Really proud and excited about uh, the work we've been doing and continue to do. And um, I'm, I'm so thrilled to share this conversation with you. So thank you for having me on, brother. Thanks a lot, man. I'll take, take care. And uh, again, let me know if there's anything I can do. Likewise. Talk All to right. you very soon. Thanks a lot. Yeah. All right.